Hello everyone, this is Gabe Gottesman from 88.9 The Bridge with Principal Kelly's Corner, the weekly show with conversation and updates from the principal of Mercer Island High School, Mr. Walter Kelly. Thank you again for joining me today. We've got, uh, I think, a pretty exciting show on tap because in less than a week now, um, we will be taking these masks that we've had on for two years off. And we talked about it last week, but now right. it's been moved up from the 21st to the 12th. So that's the biggest thing. Um, I wanted to start off to hear your voice for the first time. I know that <laughs> you um, wanted to congratulate some people um, that have done some pretty impressive things over the past couple of weeks at our high school. Well, first, thank you, Gabe, and good yeah. to see you as well. Um, and nice to touch base uh, really after break and get to talk yeah. with one another. Uh, first, uh, short out to Gordon, shout out to Gordon Gibson and also to our boys' swim team uh, for winning individual and team state collectively. And what an awesome way to finish a boys' state swim with a relay win, one on the last leg. So just great job to all of those people. Yeah, that is very impressive. I know the swim team has been great. Um, a lot of different athletic achievements so far this year. So that's yeah, they won by amazing. almost like 25% of the point total. It was yeah. like a 100-point lead. I think it's the biggest lead I've seen personally in a state swim meet. So that was incredible. Yeah, that's super cool. Okay, so one question that has been brought up, and I think uh, it was it's a good time to ask it now as we're, kind of, we're really winding down with the masks coming off um, soon. Uh, it was asked on our Schoology page. Of, you know, it's an open forum for questions to ask you uh, within our radio program. Uh, how was being a principal different on Zoom, especially coming Ooh. to a new school, versus now in person? And maybe how you think it will change in the future when you get to see all of our faces? Well, first, again, uh, shout out to all the dentists and orthodontists for the yeah. work that they're doing right now to make sure we're all ready for that. Um, oh, I, you know. I love coming to the school and love the school and really was really brought down uh, by dealing with everything um, through Zoom and not personally. So really it's gone in stages. When we went to hybrid, it was kind of a lift for me there. When we all came back uh, this fall, it was a lift for me to see everyone, to get to know everyone personally. Uh, it's amazing how many interactions you could just have walking through the hall as opposed to waiting for the next Zoom meeting and how much stuff you get to cover, get to know about one another. So that was a huge lift. I know January was was just, it felt a bit like a gut punch to me. It was like, you know, we made all this progress and now we have to take care of uh, pulling back. Uh, so really looking forward to taking our mask off, hopefully. Um, we are awaiting guidance from OSPI, which should come at any point today, but we're expecting it sometime before tomorrow. Uh, and we're going to be basing our school and district guidance upon that. Uh, we're anticipating that there'll be a recommendation uh, for those that are not vaccinated to remain masked, but not a requirement. Uh, and that is something that uh, would be the same for teachers and for students as well. Uh, but we're hoping that for the most part, if you want to take off your mask and you're vaccinated, you can do that and uh, enjoy seeing each other smile. Yeah. So and maybe not so muffled either. Right. One thing I also was just thinking about uh, when I was thinking of some questions to ask you is how crazy it was looking back at my notes from a few weeks ago, how we were at the, the height of the Omicron surge. And that and you did bring up, uh, and I will say that uh, I think a lot of the school district had reassurance from um, you and uh, the superintendent that this was going to be a few-week surge and it was going to come down. Can you talk a little bit about how the school handled that now looking back and just in case anything happens again, how it was pretty successful in terms of we went off uh, onto break and when we came back, things already were winding down. Well, one of the things that we noticed certainly with the timing of Omicron uh, hit with winter break, and so the number of cases we had were almost were mostly in that first week. And so with 100 and 
31, I believe, cases that first week we were back. Those were people who caught it during break and were coming back to school with it. Next week, we had about 60. And then after that, we started to go down to 20, a little below 20. And we've been at about one to three cases the last couple of weeks. So it really looks like from, um, from a spread level that that really has decreased greatly and that we can look forward to moving to opening up fully and having masks off. Uh, for, did you get to see 60 Minutes last night by chance? No, I love 60 Minutes, but I haven't checked it well, out Well, they had yet. the head of the CDC. She was on, and one of the things they talked about was, is there another known um, variant that's going to cause the same concern as Delta and Omicron? And right now their answer is no, mm. which really gives me some hope uh, that, of course, there are going to be mutations and variants that we're not dealing with another surge in the near future and hopefully have a chance to really manage this moving forward. Yeah, that's very, very exciting. So... Now moving on to the most prominent issue I think in the world right now. I don't I don't think I I, I know, um, and that is a worldwide issue, but it's happening right now in Ukraine with the invasion, the war, um, and I think a lot of people in our school just everywhere are trying to find small ways to help um, the situation, uh, just assist in any way we can. And while I, I don't know if that's possible for us, like a high school at a, a bigger level. Uh, I know that there's kids in my class that are from um, from Ukraine and there's kids from Russia. And I think that it's really important right now um, that we all make sure to to stay inclusive and especially support those people that have families in Ukraine. There's students at our school that we've talked to uh, on this radio station um, that they're really struggling right now. So uh, I know that's really important to me and a lot of students. And how has the school tried to assist in making sure that people feel safe here um, and understand the gravity of, of everything that's going on. That's more than one question, yeah. Gabe. Uh, first, I'm sitting here as a 54-year-old adult who lived much of his life in the Cold War. And remember when uh, the Berlin Wall came down and uh, Glasnost and Perestroika came on with Gorbachev and following that in the 90s. So, you know, a lot of my high school existence, at least, or all of it, was with the Cold War in place. And so, Really, one of these things is just shaking my head. Just you know, what, why, <laughs> what yeah. is the overall purpose, and and I can't come up with an answer. So I, I think on one for somebody who isn't from Ukraine and isn't affected directly by that, I think many of us are just kind of asking, why is this an impetus? Why is this occurring? Why has Russia invaded Ukraine on a really on a strategic level? That that seems to be yeah. difficult. I, I don't know. What are your it's, thoughts it's on that? It's interesting because I I'm in. Uh, AP Comparative Government right now, which I think is like the best timing for a class because we've learned so much about it. I mean, just like there's so many different reasons. One of them is just in terms of like Russian nationalism to return to the Soviet era, especially with um, a few countries joining NATO in the past few years and Ukraine kind of being on the verge. Um, Putin really does not want that to happen. Um, he feels like that's kind of impeding or he's trying to tell the Russian people that's impeding on what there should be their kind of territory, I guess. That's one of many factors. Um, but yeah, it, it is hard to explain. When you look, especially with, this is the first big event that's been on social media and with like expert photography, it's really, really scary to see. And so like the horrors of, of war, we can see how terrible it is. Yeah, and, and just really, it's almost like, and of course, this is an American perspective, but looking back to, you know, there was a reason the Soviet Union fell 
(laughs) And it wasn't because everything was wonderful at that point in time. So that's an interesting thing about returning to a past glory that may or may not be so accurate. Um, But then the implications just on human beings. So I'm going to start with acknowledging I appreciate your empathy with that. Um, I was communicating with our faculty earlier today, just a reminder um, that we do have families and students that have Ukrainian uh, roots, that have connections uh, that are definitely impacted this in this in a way that most of us are not. And to certainly be kind, understanding, empathetic, and look for ways to just listen, be present, and help. Um, as a school, I know some students have looked at trying to get a concert together, so we're trying to work with them to see what can be done. I've seen a couple of other fundraisers get started. Um, I know that some people have, for instance, through Airbnb and other venues, have found ways to contribute to the people of Ukraine. Um so certainly just want to encourage that support for our community, for our students here, and then, you know, us finding ways creatively to make a difference in the world. Uh, it is befuddling right now uh, that we're dealing with this. Yeah, the, definitely a necessary conversation to have. Now, to wrap it up, I definitely want to bring it more on the bright side, which is something that's happening this Friday in the afternoon before seventh period. Um, we'll have to discuss that a little bit because I know that it's it's a little bit of a confusing schedule um, there is an assembly and it's going to be in the gymnasium. Let's in do person. it. Let's get together. I know. And it's going to be, correct me if I'm wrong, upperclassmen for the first half, underclassmen for the second half to obviously not have too many people because it can get really jam-packed. So can you just quickly, before we get into what's going on during the assembly, what is the schedule looking like? I honestly don't have the schedule in front of me, <laughs> Gabe. Uh, Mr. Wold manages that for us. Yeah. I'm thankful for his work. Uh, you are correct that we're splitting it in two, upperclassmen first, underclassmen second. Uh, that is to so that we aren't you know, causing a huge condensed occupation of the gym at one time. We still have our mask on. Um, maybe it's the last time we do it, but it will be the first time that we're all, at least almost all of us, are together in one place for quite a while. So I'm looking forward to it. And, and one thing, if you don't mind me shouting this out, uh, we are going to be presenting or I'm going to be presenting some awards on behalf of our administration and and from, from the principal's office for students who just made a difference, uh, who helped us create a great culture, keep it a great place. And so students, if you have somebody, a friend, a colleague, somebody you know that has just made this a better place or the better place for you, send me an email, uh, walter.kelly at uh, mercerislandschools.org, and let me know. Uh, we're taking nominations, and we'll be recognizing a handful of students this coming Friday. Very, very exciting there. Uh, I know that it's going to be, it's almost going to be emotional. We're recognizing students that have made an impact at such a a time where we're all coming together again. So that's very, very fun. Are you going to be speaking at all? Very short. You know, okay. you're going to have better better entertainment than yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> you're going to have drill. You're going to have cheer. You're going to have band. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have some student speakers. So yeah, I, I, I will be the uh, short, uh, short speech on the agenda. <laughs> all right. Well, Th- that was great. Definitely um, a lot of important things covered. As always, we got to end it off, though. There's so many different emotions going on. What's one song that's resonating with you? 488.9 The Bridge, the 3 o'clock hour. What song is necessary right I'm now? I'm going to circle back to a song I heard on The Bridge for the first time. Really? Which is Grab It's Pigs in the Sky, uh, which wow. right now it's like, you know, what's going to come next? You just don't know, but we're going to be ready for it. That's a, I think that's a really good sentiment there. We're rolling with the punches, I would say. Hey, ro- okay, so you're going to go 70s, go roll with the changes with REO Speedwagon. Oh, you choose. There you go. Okay, well, we've got some variety there, as always, uh, with Principal Kelly. Well, that was um, very, very informative. Thank you so much for joining me, as always. 
I'll see you next week. And uh, until then. Thank you, Gabe. Appreciate you. <laughs>